In this week's XJ Talk Show, we hear about a 750 horsepower Willys and what the next generation Wrangler will be made of. Tony and I conduct a live interview with Chris from Full Metal Badges, and we hear about their Kickstarter campaign and the badass rated badges they're producing. Rob joins us for another All Things Wrangler and gives his impressions of the Full Metal Badges. We pay tribute to our fallen warriors for Memorial Day and say hi to more YouTube subscribers. Some great reviews, live calls, more voicemails, and a rather twisted look into my subconscious all on the next XJ Talk Show. For many of us, Memorial Day holds a very special place in our hearts, where the men and women who so bravely fought and died while serving the United States Armed Forces are remembered. Their memory is raised by the living, who resolve not to let their sacrifice be in vain, but to rise up in their stead and continue the fight for freedom, liberty, and justice for all. This Memorial Day, please join us here at the XJ Talk Show in remembering those who made the ultimate sacrifice for each and every one of us so that each and every day we may continue to enjoy our freedoms. The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. this broadcast for a live XJ Talk Show news break. New report says starvation can lead to health hazards. And we find out what happened to the man who smoked a pipe bomb. All this coming up right after the show. Today's podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial over at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. XJ Talk Show is on the air. Okay, it's a podcast. Oh, you know what I mean. Anyway, here's Tony and Josh. Hey, it's episode 130. Josh, we're out of those pesky 120s. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, just climbing those numbers, man. I, it seems like 200 is right on the episode, or right on the horizon. It seems <laughs> like it, but uh, you know, if you do the math, that's a, that's quite a ways away. What is that, like two years? Well, it just seems like uh, you know we were doing episode 100 just a few weeks ago. You know, I was looking at something. Some st- I was actually I was looking through some things for midweek, uh, our midweek fix, and yeah. I couldn't believe that some of the past interviews that we've done were in the 80s. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like forever from between there to now. Hey, uh, ancient. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, th- my name's Tony. You know me as Motoroy on XJTalk.com. And of course, XJTalk.com is why we're here. And uh, you, of course, you know my buddy here, Josh, my co-host. 
I'm known as NW99XJ or Northwest99XJ, and you can find me over at XJTalk.com as well. You find him over there a lot more than uh, you do me these days, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. we got all kinds of builds, all kinds of tech, all kinds of good stuff. And don't forget our chat, which you can join in every day, and you can say hi to me. It's about any day of the week. Well, Monday through Friday, at least. Yep. Oh, well, I, uh, I'm i not sure, but uh, maybe it's time. This is the XJ Talk Show, a podcast about Jeep Cherokee's off-roading and the tech that you need to get you there and back. We're here to promote the web's most premier website for all that is Jeep Cherokee. XJTalk.com, the friendliest and most helpful Jeep site on the web. XJTalk.com encourages and answers all the questions and concerns that the first-time XJ owner typically have without the flaming or criticism while giving you the best, most in-depth articles and write-ups for the repairs and modifications that take your average XJ to the next level. Now get ready. It's the XJ Talk Show, and it starts right now. Technically, I think it's already started. (laughs) First week in G. Light sour cream, crystal light, flashlight, and Wrangler light. What do these things have to do with one another, and what connects all these things into one cohesive Jeep story? Well, I'm glad you asked, but I don't have an answer for you. What I do have an answer for is how Jeep plans to hit its corporate average fuel economy goals for 2018. Dude, that's four years away. Well, no time like the present, right? Now, I reported many episodes back that the Wrangler was going to have to have to shed some weight over the coming years, and the Jeep was looking at several different options to do this, one of which that has everyone running for the TJs and JKs, and that's ditching the solid live axles in favor of a lighter four-wheel independent suspension. Yeah, I know. Just no, wait a minute. Now, for, though, uh, <laughs> for now, though, Jeep has turned into a lightweight metal. We're all familiar with this metal. It's tinfoil. No, okay, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's aluminum. <laughs> Now, not, not nearly as risque, but certainly a lot safer in traffic, at least. Aluminum, or the other white metal, as it's known by no one anywhere, is no stranger to the new auto market. Ford, in fact, is using a lot of it in its rollout of the new F-150 pickup, which Chrysler Corporation's CEO, Sergio Marchione, is going to be watching very carefully to gauge market acceptance. If it flops, you can bet the Wrangler is not likely to see solid axles ever again. Not without some serious modifications, anyways. Now, this is going to set a, is this going to set a precedence? No. In, in fact, when asked if the lightweight metal has any uses in the manufacturer's lineup beyond the Wrangler, Marchione said very distinctly, no. Now, Jeep engineers have been, already been working for months on the next-generation Wrangler, trying to shed weight and add room for potential powertrain options like an 8-speed automatic transmission and, wait for it, a diesel engine. That's right. We've been saying it for years, guys. If you build a diesel, they will come. And by they, I mean fuel economy numbers and torque gains by leaps and bounds. You know, the important stuff. In any case, the final design for the next-gen Wrangler is nearly done, or at least it should be done, as back in January, Marchione said that they should have a concept ready by spring 2014. And last time I looked at the calendar, that's right about now. Now, there's a Jeep Willys out there that even General Patton would be proud of. As if we need another reason to love classic Jeeps, one dedicated Willys Jeep owner turned his into a street racer that's capable of taking on a 950-horsepower, heavily-modified Nissan GTR, With a formidable 750 horsepower on hand, this Jeep may look all vintage from the outside, that is with the exception of the wheels and tires, but under the hood lays a 4.8 liter LSX truck engine with a very aggressive cam and aided by 16 pounds of boost from an olive drab D1 Pro Charger supercharger. Oh yeah, it's also got NOS, 240 shot of nitrous oxide to be exact, it's an absolute sleeping monster. And when this thing wakes up and barks, it grabs a super slab with its Mickey Thompson drag radials and pulls wheel stands the likes of which we've only seen on the trails. 
Oh, and did I mention it also runs on 93-octane pump gas? All told, this American Classic weighs just 2,000 pounds. Can you guys imagine the power-to-weight ratio of this thing? And no, the owner didn't even install seatbelts. You know, just to keep things a little more interesting. If you'd like to see one of this one-of-a-kind Jeep Willys in action, head over to YouTube.com and do a search for Jeep Willys GTR. And if you'd like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep or have a response to any one of the stories uh, that I've said here on This Week in Jeep, please send an email to newstips at xjtalk.com. We're going to need to get somebody there on standby to throw some water on you when you get heated up. And that was that was <laughs> very nicely done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was very good. This is Dan from the 4x4 Podcast, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road, too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. You already know about XJ Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. But did you know we're on YouTube as well? We have often on-road adventures, how-tos for fixing or augmenting your Jeep. Besides, man cannot live by sound alone, right? Come see what we got at youtube.com slash user slash XJTalk. Don't forget to subscribe and make comments on our videos. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Well, we have a uh, a Wrangler segment tonight, a all things Wrangler segment segment by Rob uh, Spencer, and it was pretty funny because uh, it's almost like we're working together as a well oiled machine, Josh. Uh, <laughs> well, as some people have said, it almost it's almost like we know what we're doing around here. It's uh, it's uh, if it's if it isn't if it isn't by uh, design, it's luck, and uh, yes. it's luck. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Rob actually talks about the full metal badge guys. I think you guys are going to be interested in this product. It's uh, it's pretty cool. And you know, once you get your Jeep uh, done, <laughs> it never happens. <laughs> you you always like doing little things to it to make it stand out because that's that's one of the things that we like about modifications, isn't it? Uh, it makes our Jeep just a little bit different than everybody else's. And and uh, well, listen to what Rob has to say about uh, the uh, full. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mess it up. The full, is it metal? Yep. Full metal badges. There we go. Thank you. Rob's own words. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, he's awfully quiet this hey week. Hey guys, I'm Rob from CoolGuyStuff.tv, <laughs> and you are listening to another segment of All Things Wrangler. So today I have something uh, a little different than normal. Uh, this is a startup company, startup company that's actually doing a Kickstarter campaign as we speak, trying to raise enough funds to bring these things to market. So go over to Kickstarter.com, search for full metal badges and their campaign will come up you'll see exactly what they do and the designs that they're going to offer and if you can pledge to them that would be great and what i'm talking about is we all have the trail rated badges on our cars by now right i mean they've been out for several years now so i think i'm two maybe three jeeps in to when those things started 
Anyways, so trail rated badges, they're on the side of your car. They look really cool and everybody loves them. And this these guys here and this company, Full Metal Badges, got together and they decided to make aftermarket badges just like that. So they sent me out a couple. And uh, the ones I have are a little bit bigger than the trail rated, and they're made out of a die cast metal with a 3M backing. And just so you guys know, that 3M two sided tape backing is what they use on all the car stuff, you know, so it's not going to come off. Uh, it's also because it's not going to come off, also make sure you know where you want to put it when you put it there because it is on. Uh, this thing is really heavy duty. I was very impressed with it out of the envelope. So I get the envelope in the mail today. And uh, I pick it up. It's pretty heavy. I go, cool. I open it up. A couple of these fall out along with a couple uh, vinyl stickers that say full metal badges on them with a little letter kind of breaking down the company and, and what they do and what they want to do. So I was very impressed with that first out of the, out of the envelope experience. Uh, I can't wait to get this thing on my car. I want to... Um, I want to take it out and power wash the heck out of it and... Get it on the wind and bounce it around on some trails and, you know, do all, all, all the things that G people do to make sure this thing holds up. Um, and I'm also putting out a review on it. So you can see more pictures of it on my website at coolguystuff.tv later on today. But you could go into any search menu and you could Google full metal badges and these things come up like crazy. And, you, and I think actually you could do that and you can see there are other designs that they intend on bringing to market as well. The one that I have is the one with the skull and the wings on it with the uh, four by four grill. So the skull has a, has, you know, skeletons, they have their jawline, they have the teeth and all that. Well, this one's a little four by four in there. It's kind of a, kind of a cool little, uh, cool little extra that you almost miss if you're not really looking at it. It's very cool. I like it. And then again, mine says badass rated, kind of spoofing on the trail rated of uh, the original manufacturer emblems. Uh, check them out again. Go to go to their Kickstarter. And if you like what they're doing, please add because the only way that we can get cool new ideas and products to market sometimes is by supporting them ourselves. So I know I'm going to and I hope that you guys join me in that. If you want a full review, go to my website later, coolguystuff.tv, and it will be up. Um, and remember, these things aren't just for Wranglers. These things will look great on your XJs as well, guys. So go ahead and check them out on Kickstarter. Check me out on coolguystuff.tv. And until next week, guys, thanks for listening. Hey, that's great. Thank you, Rob. And uh, again, it was pretty cool that we were able to get uh, <laughs> get on the firing on the same cylinders here. And the, what I'm talking about is, uh, if you weren't in the pre-show, we actually have uh, Chris from uh, Full Metal Badges here, uh, live interview, one of our first times to do a live interview. And uh, Chris, you should be uh, uh, ready to go. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Happy to be here. So, Chris, how did y'all come up with this idea? I mean, it's a, it's a cool idea. You see these these plastic badges uh, on the uh, on the Wranglers and whatnot, but uh, a, a nice metal badge. What was the emphasis for uh, or the emphasis for coming up with this? I, I guess my partner and I, David, are just like you, two guys that own Jeeps. We work uh, in advertising by day, but um, we get a little bit of free time now and then, and we we were just thinking. What could we make that we could stick on our Jeeps? And um, we sit there going through the Quadratech catalog or whatever. There's like, there's pretty much anything on your Jeep can be completely upgraded or improved upon, except that little badge, which just we felt like was just a little bit tiny. Um, 
and a little bit small and a little bit not awesome enough um, <laughs> for our Jeeps. That's, and so that's sort of where it came from. I like that. That's exactly what, what it should be. That's the direction you should go. Not badass enough. That's great. Yeah. I was going to say, just to, as, as a lot of the factory OEM stuff is on Jeeps, it's just not awesome enough. So, yeah, yeah I know that uh, was JCR. I think they've got a sticker that, uh, that kind of emulates that. But again, I think it's just a sticker. And it's mall rated instead of trail rated, you know, for all those mall <laughs> crawlers out there. So, you know, this is definitely taking things to the next level. And I've checked out, uh, I've checked out the Kickstarter campaign that you guys have going to to really get things moving and, and whatnot. And man, it, this really is some cool stuff, guys. For those of you out there listening right now, you have to go check this out. Go find them. There's videos all over the internet uh, of some of their concepts, and really, the, the badass rated one is is by far my personal favorite. Now, uh, Chris, how are these things made? Because they look like they're pretty heavy duty. Yeah, they're die cast. We 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 spent a year trying to figure out how to get them made in the like bad assest way possible, and um, we finally found a, a a company that would die cast them for us, and then it's um, which allows us to kind of have tons of like detail and all the the eyes of the skull and the little kind of flames that are on it, and um, and all the type, and so. Um, because they're metal and because we design them ourselves, we make them like, they're like thicker than the, the trail rated badge. They're heavier, they're bigger. They just feel like, you know, you threw off that shitty plastic bumper you got with your Jeep and you put a, you know, <laughs> a nice metal one on there. It's like, it's sort of the, the same thing for your, for, for your badge. So when you say die cast, it is literally a uh, hot and molten metal poured into a a mold or a die that forms exactly this. yeah, and it gives it the as the tightest tolerances. So rather than kind of using a like a lower quality spin casting or wax casting, you can actually get like all of the kind of um, detail that you want when you uh, you know for something that you want to actually stick on your car. So, Chris, uh, you know, I, I work with a machine shop. Uh, I'm an engineer by trade. I, I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't go with like a CNC version or something like that. Did that did that cross your mind at all? Uh, it's funny. Yeah, we uh, our original um, prototype is an aluminum piece of billet aluminum CNC, but uh, super expensive to make. Um, nah. And then and then when we got down to the tolerances for the type, we we found that like. We did an original one that was just a skull, which turned out really cool. But we started wanting, figuring that we wanted to write on these. And uh, it's just the CNC guys were like, you can make you one for $200 a unit. If you want to do, you know, $10,000, 10,000 units, we can get it down to, you know, $150 a unit. It's just impossible to, at least from what we could find, make it happen. Yeah, really. That's amazing. So whenever they do do the die cast, once it's out, I guess they brush it to give it a uh, a, a nice brushed look on the front. Yeah, we went for like a you know a brushed aluminum finish. Uh, and if you watch the video or you see it online, like I think they come across a little bit lighter and uh, more silver in, in person than they actually do in our Kickstarter video, where they look a little bit the color looks a little bit different. But um, yeah, then they have a. A kind of this almost metallic backing or background that the type and the design sits on. Um, but yeah, we were really stoked on how they turned out. We were just uh, amazed that like we could take something that we designed on our little computer and uh, have it made into a, an actual physical thing. It's pretty cool. 
Hey, what was it like whenever you got your first one in and you were able to hold it in your hands? I imagine that was a, a, a bit of a moment to you from to going from virtual to real. Yeah, you just basically want to run down to your Jeep and stick it on your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, stick that, it on your ride the, and then like drive along and see if people will notice it. <laughs> that's a, that brings me to my next question, uh, Chris, is, is I was going to ask if, if uh, you, and, uh, you and Dave each have one on your Jeep already. Yeah, I've had one on my Jeep now for uh, a couple months, and I've had the prototypes on. And um, but when we got the these ones made, uh, I popped that one off and put this one on. And I actually had the other day someone pull alongside me on the freeway, and started like kind of following me right on the side, and I was getting a little freaked out. <laughs> and I looked out my window, and it was this like twenty-year-old girl, and she was pointing at the badge, and then she was giving me the thumbs up as I was like, as we were trying not to crash going down the freeway, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, someone really noticed. It was cool. So let me ask you: when she was pointing at the badge, wasn't there a, just a, a portion of you that was concerned that it was coming off? <laughs> it was going to go into traffic. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, that has this. I got. We made sure we got this 3M automotive tape, and that stuff. Um, that. I'm not worried about the badge coming off. I was initially worried when I felt how heavy it was, yeah. but once I stuck that on the Jeep, um, it's not going anywhere. Well, see, I can imagine that would be a concern for some of the folks, especially some of the hardcore uh, wheelers out there. Uh, they're concerned that uh, uh, not only may it uh, injure somebody, but more more importantly, they may lose it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I yeah I um, I put one on a piece of wood to make a little. Uh, display which has a trail rated badge on the left and a badass rated badge on the right so you can kind of see them side by side and I tried to pull it off of the wood the other day and it it just looked at me and laughed so uh, yeah the image image that uh, Chris is talking about guys if you just go to Google and type in full metal badges comma Jeep you're gonna see exactly what he's talking about there it's like the second image the very first image you're gonna see is the badass rated it's nice close-up version uh, picture there of the badass rated badge, which it really is a work of art. Chris, you guys have done an amazing job on that one alone. I, you know, you've got some other designs in the works too. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, well, we the, we have a skull, which we think is just like who doesn't like a good skull? It's just a straight up evil looking skull that would look good on on any 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 jeep, so especially a black on black. But um, then we have a, another one that is uh, we call in dirt. I trust, which is um, just another little saying we've heard uh, mm -hmm. from people, and we kind of thought that would make a cool badge. We have a big placard badge, which is kind of in the vein of the kind of Jeep special editions, like the Call of Duty, only this one's kind of cool. It's called oh, yeah. Zombie Stomper, <laughs> and it's got a big yeah. like tire tread with a smashed skull in the middle of it. And then <laughs> nice. I think the last one we have that we're trying to get uh, funding for is a biohazard uh, oh, yeah. design. So lots of, lots of cool kind of, um, interesting, very graphic designs for badges. And then we've got ideas for so many more. I wish we just had a, I wish we had an unlimited checkbook. We could just make hundreds of them. Well, now Chris, you've mentioned biohazard, uh, zombie and skull. The only thing I haven't heard in there is bacon. Jeez. Bacon would be awesome. <laughs> See, you're laughing at me, Josh, but that's one of the, the one of the keywords that people just key off of. They're like bacon. <laughs> just a couple of bacon strips, strips of with trench tracks across them or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're going the right direction. But zombies are hot. 
bacon's always hot <laughs> some people hate it most people love it uh yeah that's great now who's the artist uh between you two guys or, or do you outsource that no uh david's an art director and i'm a writer and um so david handles the designs we both kind of search for things that we think are interesting and kind of cool um like conceptually we really wanted to do some kind of zombie badge because it just felt like uh it was kind of it was kind of popular but it was just kind of cool like I watch a lot of The Walking Dead, and I do really think, like, look, if this ever goes down, the first thing I'm going to do is grab the keys to my Jeep because that's the thing I'm going to want to have first. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, so um, David fine-tunes the designs, and, and um, we have a guy who helps us take the 2D work and put it into a CAD file so we can get a manufactured. So I, I got to ask now, you've only had the, a prototype or, you know, your first concepts on the Jeep for a couple months. You said, you know, when did this first, you know, really come to fruition? You know, it came, it was like probably uh, last year around uh, February, March, David and I were doing a, a job together and we were sitting around, we had some free time and we were like, what are we, what's, what are we going to, what are we going to make for these Jeeps? And we, we actually thought about making a, um, an insert for the oh shit bar in the Wrangler because it says, um, what does it say? It says like since 1941, but it was like really plasticky. And we were like, how cool to be to pop that thing off and have it made of like billet aluminum, have it really say oh shit or have it say something cool on it. And then we tried to figure out how to make it and the part was like way too complicated and way too, uh, I just think we couldn't figure out how to reverse engineer it. And so we decided like, well, what could we do that was within our, abilities and that's when we started um cooking up these badges so, so I'm, now I'm, I'm gonna nerd out a bit on you uh yeah. if you if you're a star trek fan one of the things that you noticed about the new enterprise and i'm talking about several movies ago not the re, not the reboot uh was it's dark in space so they actually show little lights that highlight the uh what do you call it the serial number or whatever uh, of the starship enterprise have right. you thought about any LED lighting for your badges? Oh, I have boy. not thought about LED lighting. We thought about like different colors. We did, you know, the, it's kind of strange, but the Nike released a set of shoes last year that were like basically if they got hit with light, they would glow in the dark. Like they would like, but they would light up so that you wouldn't even know it was a shoe. It looked like you were wearing two things that were on fire on your feet. And we thought about <laughs> yeah. looking yeah. at getting a, to getting a coating on a limited edition set of these that would kind of, when they got hit with light that they would like just blow out and totally glow. Um, so that's one of the things we have in the back of our heads. That's pretty cool. Now, now probably not the best thing for the zombie apocalypse, but uh, you don't want to call attention to yourself. <laughs> you want to, you want to stay quiet and low profile. Well, now off the air, Chris, uh, you mentioned something uh, that you guys also have in the works and, and you kind of alluded to that a little bit with, uh, you know, wishing you had an open checkbook and, and just being able to, you know, pump at, pump all these ideas out and stuff. You mentioned something along the lines of like a, a Jeep wave idea and maybe even, um, you know, trails that people have conquered and stuff like that. I'm guessing like the Moab or Rubicon, uh, things like that. You know, is, uh, do you guys have any conceptual drawings of those or anything like that? Well, we, we have a bunch of references, like a big book of reference and things like the hammers and Moab, like you mentioned, and the Rubicon, and, and there's, um, but there's a whole bunch of trails, and we thought, like, we love the idea of these kind of, the, 
the badges we designed are all kind of three inches with the exception of the zombie stomper, but we like the idea of making smaller ones that you could collect for all of the trails that you've done on yeah. your Jeep, and then you could kind of put them on the back of your Jeep and, you know, and go beyond just the kind of replacing your trail rated badge so that you could kind of collect them. Now, I don't know about you. Yeah. Now this is an XJ, uh, primarily an XJ uh, show. These badges should work just fine uh, on an XJ because, I mean, the trail-rated badges you normally see on Wranglers, Liberties, and so on and so forth, uh, but they should still fit on a, a Cherokee, right? They fit just fine on a Cherokee. I thought about putting one on a golf cart um, <laughs> just because <laughs> I had a friend who had his, his own, uh, his dad's golf cart had these kind of like burly mag wheels. I don't know where he got them, and I, I thought, you know, <laughs> Selling the badge. Hell yeah. Now, that. now you mentioned like, open checkbook. I just want to make sure that we get in here and talk a little bit of where people can actually jump in and help make this thing happen. Uh, the Kickstarter angle of this thing. Can you tell us a little bit about Kickstarter, especially for those people that may not be familiar with what Kickstarter is? Yeah, Kickstarter is just a, you know, uh, it's a crowdfunding website where people can go and in exchange for um, money, you can buy products that will, um, you can you can back us, is what you're called, a backer. And then um, you can pick any one of the five badges uh, that you like. But we've also got things like T-shirts and hats, and there's some more ridiculous um, prizes. It's, it's in a weird way. Instead of like funding a company, you actually back a company, and in exchange you get some type of reward. And so the, many of the rewards are the badges, but there's also other things like cool hoodie sweatshirts and uh, full metal badges hats. I think... We're actually going to do a full metal badges, full body tattoo. That's the size of your chest because we want to get oh, people wow. taking photos of that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone will actually do that, but it's an and, idea. And, and I hope she's pretty. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to exactly. say. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be obvious, but um, <laughs> and uh, so, Chris, so yeah, Chris, your guys, your guys' tagline is hardware for the hardcore. And right. uh, I think that uh, that is is very original, very unique, and I, I think it definitely uh, describes what you guys are doing and, and certainly what you guys are producing uh, quite well. Uh, now you guys are all over the internet. I mean, you got you're on Kickstarter. There was there's all kinds of social media. If people wanted, to, I mean, I've, I've already told people if you guys want to check out images of this stuff, just I mean, Google it. They're all over the place. But you guys are, I mean, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I mean, the whole nine yards. Can you, where, where can people go to go check out some of this stuff? And obviously, where can they go to help support what you're doing here? Support us at the Kickstarter. And I'm on Twitter all the time trying to like uh, run people down, um, hook them up with the links. And you can always email me directly at uh, Ford, which is my last name, ironically, um, <laughs> at Full Metal Badges. That's Ford at Full Metal Badges. Uh, Twitter is at Full Metal Badges as well. You guys are on Facebook. I would imagine that's also Full Metal Badges, yes? Yes, it's all Full Metal Badges everywhere you go. Oh, my God, he's uh, even on Pinterest. I wonder if my wife is lo looking at these things. Yeah. Uh, it's like recipes and and metal badges. <laughs> and badass badges. That's, yeah. <laughs> badass badges. <laughs> now, you, well, mentioned, you mentioned Kickstarter earlier. What are the different levels? Which are the best ones to get in on? Because uh, XJ Talks got to get in on a little of this stuff, like the rest of you guys should. Well, all the badges are priced like below where they're going to price out uh, retail, and then you know, of course, if you buy a set, then it's an even bigger discount. And then I think we've got ridiculous, ridiculous rewards on there for people who've just won the lottery, where David and I will 
fly out to your house with a full set of badges and we will mount them anywhere on your car you would like while we make you a, like a giant barbecue and, and feed you beers. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's really, uh, you know, you can, you can start with as little as $20 and, uh, you know, spend as much as you want. Uh, and I am uh, filling out this post-dated check as we <laughs> speak. You don't, we you know, don't cash this until 2068. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go a little bit uh, a little bit further out on the limb here. Um, Josh and I have talked about doing a Kickstarter where we buy one of the new uh, Jeep Cherokees, the 2014 Jeep Cherokees, and not even drive it, have it <laughs> towed someplace, and then crush it. Do you think? Do you think Kickstarter? Do you think we could get 30k or whatever it is for one of those trail rated uh, uh, <laughs> 2014 yep. Cherokees? I know you have some past experience with Kickstarter. You think could we do that? I think it'd be a blast. I think you probably could. Um, I just I just saw a meme the other day, and it was a photo of that the new Cherokee, and it was surrounded by like twelve Wranglers, and it uh, the meme said, um, "You're in the wrong neighborhood." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I have not seen that one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Well, Chris, well, I want to thank you a lot for being here, and uh, it's very interesting. Really caught my eye. Uh, uh, Chris, or, or Full Metal Badges, actually friended. Uh, XJ Talk on uh, Twitter, and that's how I knew about it. And that's another reason why I was surprised that that Rob was aware of it. But he may have told you guys about us, and that's why you friended this. I don't know, but w- for whatever reason, glad you did it. Oh, and also, too, thank you for taking the time to uh, show how a full metal badge of the XJTalk.com logo would look. Uh, I really appreciate that. I I, misunder- I misunderstood that when I requested. I thought you guys were going to be making all kinds of badges and not just certain ones and those were the ones you're going to be selling initially. So, uh, you know, it would have been a lot. I'm in IT, so it would have been a lot easier uh, as an IT guy to go, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you took the time to, to lay that out, and I really appreciate it. Oh, sure. You're welcome. And I'm uh, super stoked you guys had, uh, had me on. It's, um, we're, we're super happy to be here and, and just happy to, to talk about it. So you guys well, get over to uh, Kickstarter and uh, join in. I'm sorry, Josh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Chris, uh, you know, as things develop and you guys, you know, you start, you start, uh, you know, getting a little more successful, you start getting more concepts and stuff. We're definitely going to have to have you back on the show. And, and I really wish you the best of luck, uh, getting that Kickstarter campaign goal, uh, and hitting the, hitting those numbers. Uh, once again, guys, Kickstarter campaign, full metal badges, kickstarter.com full metal badges. Check these guys out. They're doing some really cool stuff. Really want you guys to go out there and support these guys. Uh, Chris, how long do you guys have left on the Kickstarter campaign? We've got about 12 days. It goes through June 4th. Uh, so not a whole yes. lot of time left guys. So you're listening to this right now. You got to head over there and check it out. Make sure you you reach out to these guys, friend them on Facebook, check them out on Twitter. We're of course going to have all the links that you guys can get to full metal badges, how you can support them and how you can hook up with them uh, on our show notes and at over at xjtalkshow.com. Thanks again, Chris, and and uh, I'm not kidding. You can count on XJ Talk for some support. We'll uh, go over there and have a look, and uh, we'll find something to buy in on. I appreciate it, and good luck. And uh, like like Josh says, we'd like to hear back from you. What uh, how everything goes? Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. And now we do our little YouTube uh, subscriber segment, and this is a thinly veiled attempt to get you to subscribe to our YouTube channel (laughs) so you can hear your name read during this segment. 
Yep, uh, we got new subscribers <laughs> added to the list every week. We only pick four of them, and uh, if you guys have added your name to the list recently or in the, in the recent past, you haven't heard your name yet, well, just sit tight. We'll get to it eventually. Number one on the list today in no particular order is Gadog420. I would have gone with Gag Dog, but I think what you did was much better. Number two is Overland Odyssey. And that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, three is Paul Berry. And then uh, we're rounding out with Eric Lip. We have a total of 513 subscribers, and it may be 1,200 by now, Josh. I didn't look in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, I haven't looked in a little <laughs> while myself either. That list does keep growing every week, and we appreciate your guys' subscriptions. Make sure you're telling a friend, and if you haven't subscribed already, I'll do so right now. Hey, this part of the XJ Talk Show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like podcasts, well, there's a good chance you're going to like audiobooks, too especially if you're busy like Tony and I are. You don't have time for all those pesky things with the pages and the words in them and stuff like that. Audible.com has over 150,000 titles of just about anything you could possibly imagine, from tech to sci-fi, and, well, they even got some Jeep stuff over there as well. Fantasy, you name it, they've got it. To get you started, the XJ Talk Show has got your hookup. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash Show and instantly get one free title of your choice. Basically, any book they got on the site, it's yours free just for signing up for the free trial. That's audibletrial.com slash Show. We got your hookup. They got you covered for entertainment. It's a win-win, guys. Go check it out. Yes, yes. audibletrial.com xjtalkshow.com no, 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 dot. Let's take show no, talk show. No, 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 no. All right, Josh, chit chat. You know, we got to get that intro, the little intro segment for uh, the chit chat. I mean, I have, well, I got that, I, bit, that most of it. We need some more recording of the XJ and everything else. Well, I've got a long weekend, Tony. Today's ah, actually yes. my Friday. I'm taking five days off. It's been a while since I've had a nice long weekend, so I'm going to get out and do some stuff. I've got some work left to do on the Jeep still, but as soon as that's all done up, I'm planning on going out on a shakedown run. I'm bringing my microphone with me. I'm going to get some audio of uh, some stuff that we're going to add uh, to add a little more production value to the show and stuff as well. So, well, uh, well let me just, that, I'm sorry. Let me just jump in here and say what, what everybody's thinking about your five days off. You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I put in my request back in November. I people. don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, 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 you know, I've been with the company for a while now and, and not that I'm, I get any special favors or anything like that, but my vacation uh, gets refreshed in November and I make it a point to, um, you know, November 1st, uh, start tallying up, you know, looking at the calendar ahead and figuring out, okay, I think I want this weekend here. We're going to add, you know, take a couple days here and end up with six days off. You know, it works like that. I'm a cheap SOB. So, you know, when it comes to things like taking time off work, uh, you know, my, my time is valuable to me. And so if I, if I can get six days, five or six days off and only have to spend, you know, two or three vacation days, Hey, that's a win in my book. Now, you know, you're a cheap bastard. I can't believe you don't sit at home on your vacation days off and polish your Honda. Stuff to do. Or you polish the <laughs> Honda. Good God. <laughs> I thought, I went, oh. wow, it's going to go right by. He's not even going to notice that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There'll be no polishing on the Honda. That thing, I, I, that thing is not likely to get a bath ever again. I'm trying to make it as ugly as possible. Uh, people aren't going to steal that thing again. So, uh, yeah, but. <laughs> You know, hey, getting back to the whole production on the show and stuff like that, getting out and having some fun with the Jeep, guys, that's what we're here doing. We're just having some fun. We're just a couple of knuckleheads <laughs> with Jeeps. We got a couple of microphones, and, well, hey, we like to do this kind of stuff. So Tony and I got the gift of gab, and we got a couple of microphones. That's all it is. That's all there is to it. We're just sitting here. We're just a couple of guys just like you, and uh, we got a passion for Jeeps. 
We just happen to like to talk about it. So um, that's all it is, guys. And and we, we're always asking you guys to join in on the fun, to, you know, add some stuff to the show, get involved and stuff like that. And, you know, some people out there, they might be a little bit worried. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's big professional production, whatever, you know, guys, no, trust me. No. It's a, you can see my studio right now. I mean, look at this stuff here behind me. This, this is not production, you know, quality, high, you know, professional quality stuff here that I have <laughs> on the walls, guys. It's uh, you know, it's, it's pretty entry level stuff here I got going on. So, you know, we just having a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, you know, we're just a couple knuckleheads with mics and, and, uh, and we like doing what we're doing. Yeah. The point is, is that you can be part of this show and you right. don't have to be anybody special. You don't have to be anybody more so than what Josh and I are just willing to make fools of ourselves in public is <laughs> about what it amounts to. But if you, but if you've ever been out on a trail, you're already used to making a fool of yourself in public, you know, when you get stuck and you got to get the winch line and, and spool it out while there's four oh, yeah. five, ten, three hundred 300 vehicles behind you just sitting there nobody fuming. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes pulling cable. I, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all we're doing, and that's all we're saying. It's nothing professional here. We're getting a little bit, little more practiced with it and uh, having a lot more fun. Uh, it's getting easier to do because you don't have to think as much. It just comes kind of second nature. But uh, So you could be part of this show uh, in all kinds of ways. In fact, we'll have a voicemail here in a, in a bit about somebody asking how they would uh, uh, be a part of the show, and uh, we really appreciate that. Chit chat, well, like said, chit chat. Like I said, Tony, I've still got some work left to do on the Jeep. I, uh, I, I, going into this, I figured, okay, you know, when I when I sheared off the track bar or when the track bar sheared off the frame, I don't remember actually doing it. Uh, but when my track bar mount sheared off the frame, I figured, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. You know, I'm going to limp this thing home. I'll just throw a couple of tack welds on it, and I, you know, I should be good to go. Maybe you know, add another bead or two. Uh, but it's ended up being quite an extensive project uh, with just the amount of reinforcement that's having to go in there. I want to make sure this is done right. You know, I don't want to have to go through all this again. And I certainly don't want that that track bar to be, you know, fully falling off of the frame. So, uh, you know, to in order to do that, you know, I'm having to do a lot of reinforcement, patching in some metal, things like that. It's it's definitely very time consuming. Uh, having to do all the prep work, the grinding, the cutting, getting my templates all set up and everything like that. It's just, there's, there's so much involved. I thought I'd be done by now. Um, you know, spending a couple hours here, a few hours there, you know, a weekend here, a little bit after work there. And it just seems like, you know, I, I'm in the garage for three hours and nothing gets done, uh, because the Jeep is still sitting there and the track bar is still sitting on the ground. So, uh, you know, I've got, a, I've got a lot left to do. And hopefully I can get a couple, you know, get uh, with these couple days off, get some stuff accomplished and, and get my Jeep back out on the trail. So with you, I understand that, uh, that you've got some, uh, some stuff going on as well, as far as uh, stuff on your own Jeep. Uh, you know, I've, I've definitely got my, my work cut out for me. I know that recently you went ahead and, uh, uh, did a, a ball joint install. I know that we've talked at length quite a bit about ball joints and, and everything else. And, and I've done the ball joints, uh, swap myself on my XJ, my Dana 30 recently got a set of brand spanking new, uh, alloy USA ball joints, which I've, I've loved. They, uh, they definitely took care of my issues that I had up front. Uh, as far as a swap goes, you know, going from OEM to something aftermarket, I'd highly recommend these guys. Tony got himself a set of the synergy ball joints and, uh, and I'm not sure how his install went, but I know that he's got a video that he's going to be uh, putting up on you on our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys are heading over and subscribing to youtube.com slash XJ talk. Uh, and you're going to be able to check out the video that he's going to be producing here very soon. 
uh, that's going to be, well, completely outlining the entire ball joint installation process on his own 98XJ. Yep, and you got to subscribe to uh, YouTube. Uh, well, you don't have to, but well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna embellish that. You have to, you must subscribe well, to our YouTube channel, or you won't be able to see it. I don't know how we would accomplish that, but we're gonna lie and say that's what it is. Now, nah, help out! Come on, editing alone is reason and <laughs> it's reason enough to subscribe. Uh, <laughs> join those subscribers list five thirteen. We want to see a thousand on there at least. But uh, yeah, finally got out there. I'll just say it this way. I finally got my ass out there in the garage and changed the ball joints. And you know, it wasn't hard at all. The, no. the 98 was actually easier than the 99 because the, the 99, those, those ball joints didn't want to come out. You had, I had to hammer it on one of those ball joints that it took out. Didn't have to hit it with the hammer once. It just started sliding right out. Well, a newer Jeep and it was harder so on the 99, it was harder than it was on the 98. A year older Jeep and the ball joints were easier to to, to take out. I'm seeing some evidence of that 99 that maybe it had sat in some water or maybe it had sat for a long period of time and water sat on it for condensation uh-huh. or something that I don't think it was like a, uh, a salvage or a water damaged vehicle. But I see some rust on some areas of that Jeep that I don't see on mine. And like you say, it's a year newer. Interesting, interesting. Now you took a day off. Was it last week, week before, to do this ball joint install? Um, how long did it take you, roughly? It took me to Saturday because I didn't do a damn thing Friday. <laughs> 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 Actually, I spread this thing out over the entire weekend. I, I I couldn't get my ass in gear to get out there on Friday, so I, it was like my Saturday where I just sat around. Did stuff on the uh, on the computer, you know, stuff for the shows. Played around, you know, did like yada yada. I, I'm always busy doing something. I'm just not outside doing something. And then uh, Saturday, I'm like, okay, all right, I gotta go. I gotta do this. I got, you know, Josh is gonna come over here and do it for me if I don't get this thing done. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be over there installing that air system and getting that air horn that you've had for three years. Well, that's the that's the plan for this long weekend is uh, is to get that installed. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so are but, you gonna? Are you going to be hooking up with Matt then to do that or? Uh, no, wasn't planning on it. Uh, we, we, Matt is going to be involved in, uh, I need to get the air, uh, the the air, uh, onboard air system installed so we can do the air lockers because that's Mm. what Matt's going to be doing. And and we're going to be videoing that as well. And I'll I'll have my hand in that literally. Uh, but what I was going to say is, um, so Saturday, uh, I, uh, I got up and uh, had my coffee and was getting motivated to go out there and uh, get going on the, uh, uh, the passenger side ball joints. Mm-hmm. I was going to do passenger than, uh, than driver. So at the crack of 6.45 p.m. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going a different direction there for a I second. I got out there <laughs> and started working on the ball joints. So I was done by 9.45 uh, with that one side. And I thought I ain't going to do this. I, I still have to run the air compressor. I got to run blah, 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 blah. It's going to make a lot of noise. I'll wait till tomorrow to finish up. So I finished up on Sunday and I think I was out there, uh, by three <laughs> on Sunday. And that one actually was at, that one actually went a lot quicker. So, uh, it worked out fine. Uh, they're changed. Uh, I, I do not feel it, uh, wandering as much, uh, on the road. It still does well, a little bit. I was just going to ask, so what are your impressions, initial impressions, uh, you know, your first test drive, you got the thing all buttoned up, wheels and tires back on, uh, pulling out the driveway, what were your impressions? What was the first thing kind of going through your mind as you started this up and started driving? 
what the hell is all that popping noise? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it was popping so much. Uh, I did. I thought there would be less popping after I changed these things. Now I got something that's moving around because I can uh, uh, move up a little bit and hit the brake, and I hear a popping noise. I can go back up and hit the brake and hear a little popping noise. So uh, I don't know. I just have to get up there and look. Now, uh, interestingly, and it's not in the show notes, but I'm going to say it briefly. I'm driving mm-hmm. home day before yesterday, and I'm hearing a little uh, air intake noise, and I'm wondering if maybe the hose for the uh, uh, snorkel came off underneath the hood. Mm. And as I'm driving home, about a 40-minute drive uh, home, about 20-something miles, uh, as I'm driving home, it gets a little louder and a little louder and a little louder, and I'm thinking to myself, is the did I lose is a bolt backing out of the intake uh, and uh, exhaust manifold? You know because they're tied together on the block, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't smell any fuel. It can't be that bad, and it's getting a little louder and a little louder. By the time I get off, well, actually, by the time I get onto I-10, it's quite loud, and I'm thinking to myself, this reminds me of the good old days with my 327 and uncapped headers. Oh, jeez. So what it was was I lost a bolt on the a collector of the exhaust manifold and uh one side was come had come completely off and the other side was backing out so there's no telling how long that bolt had been missing but wow. just from the rattling of the you know the the shaking of the jeep and stuff so uh i uh i came home and i was going to let the uh the engine cool off let the exhaust system cool off find the bolts to get back in there and take care of it fortunately it, the donut was still there it didn't it didn't oh. separate so far that 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 went away and uh, again, I uh, came in. I was going to give it a good hour to cool off. So uh, I got out there at the crack of midnight because I had to have a nap. <laughs> so I'm out there wrenching on my Jeep in the driveway at midnight. <laughs> Your neighbor's got to love you. <laughs> well, it was just it was just a socket. So I, it wasn't any air tools or anything. So That's not so bad then. Yeah. Anyway fun fun but the the ball joints are installed and the the jeep is punishing me for the uh, the amount of time i've uh, put into it by uh dropping bolts oh and interestingly uh you know i have the um uh, what's the name of those uh those motor mounts that i have i can't uh, they're yeah the brown dogs interestingly enough uh one of the bolts one of the eight bolts that that hold that thing to the block was backed out a good three quarters of an inch Ooh! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, I was really surprised by that. So I tightened that up. I didn't. I would not have noticed that if the other bolt hadn't have missed, been missing. Uh, so. You know, the last last few comments you made here kind of raises a good point, and I'm just going to kind of go into uh, an impromptu Jeep tips, guys, and and that is uh, just routine maintenance, and and just you know every time you guys change your oil, or if you don't drive your Jeep all that often, you know maybe every couple few months or something like that, really going through the Jeep top to bottom, bumper to bumper, front to back. And going over the nuts and bolts and things that you wouldn't ordinarily think of. I mean, sure, you're going to check your, you know, your control arm bolts, you know, your lug nuts, things like that, tie rod ends, all that sort of stuff. But things like exhaust manifold collector bolts and motor mount bolts, things that you would, you know, you really don't think about all the time. These are the kind of things you really want to go over and just, you know, give a little turn of the wrench and just make sure that everything is all tight. And doing this on a semi-regular basis will really help keep your Jeep running the way that you want it to for a long, long time. Absolutely. And now uh, let's get over to our radio com tech. We got a bit of a treat because not only do we have audio, we have video for you audio podcast listeners. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
And now it's time for some radio com tech. Another warrior is on the mesa. This is John, pre-runner 1982, and on the next couple of episodes of Radio Com Tech, I'm going to be discussing alternatives for the CB radio. Today I'm going to be talking about GMRS and FRS radios, and next time I'll talk about MERS radios. And the reason I'm grouping the FRS and the GMRS together is because typically you find them uh, as a combined radio or a dual service radio. Uh, they're commonly called bubble pack radios because they come in the hard plastic uh, packages found at most uh, general retail stores, Walmart, Target, and such. Both FRS and GMRS operate in the UHF frequency range, mainly 462 MHz and 467 MHz. With FRS, you're limited to a half-watt maximum output, and also the radio must have a non-removable antenna. They're typically advertised as a 30-plus mile range, but that's really under exceptional conditions, hilltop to hilltop with absolutely no obstructions, uh, really rare conditions. Typically, the range on this type of uh, radio is about two miles or so. Now, the benefit to the FRS is that it does not require a license to operate. With GMRS, you are allowed a 50-watt maximum output. However, since you typically find the GMRS and the FRS radios combined in a little handheld, that radio is not going to put out 50 watts. For GMRS, that radio is probably going to put out uh, 2 to 4 watts. To be able to use the 50-watt max on GMRS, you're going to need a commercial radio that is Type 95 accepted. Now with GMRS you are allowed to have a removable antenna, so it could be mast mounted or vehicle mounted. However, the GMRS and FRS radios are going to have to abide by the FRS rule of non-removable antenna. With GMRS you also have repeaters, which could increase your range to about 20 miles. Though simplex range on GMRS is going to be about 5 miles handheld to handheld. GMRS does require a license, but there is no test. Uh, license is $85 and will last for five years. The license includes your immediate family, so it's not just for one person. Your whole family could take part in one license. Even though GMRS does require a license, the FCC has been discussing doing away with the license since about 2010. Uh, unfortunately, as of today, that still has not taken place. GMRS and FRS radios are channelized much like CBs are. Channels 1 through 7 are shared, and therefore GMRS is limited to 5 watts. Channels 8 through 14 are FRS only, and channels 15 through 22 are GMRS only. GMRS and FRS also have subchannels, and the way that works is that the radio produces a tone for a certain subchannel that the other radio has to be looking for in order to receive that transmission. And what this does is allows multiple users to operate on the same frequency yet not have interference with all the other users on that frequency as well because each one each group is going to be using a a separate sub-channel that's really the basics on the GMRS and the FRS radios remember next time I'll be discussing the MERS radios there will also be a link in the show notes to a write-up on xjtalk.com with more information if you have any questions you're welcome to email me prerunner1982 at yahoo.com and until next time, 73s, 
Pre-runner 1982, clear. Hey, John, we really appreciate that. It was very interesting. I had no idea about the MERS radio. I, I've been messing around with radio since I was, uh, gosh, about 14 years old. And uh, if you don't keep up with it, things really do change. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of good information right there. And I can't wait to hear about the next segment. John sounded really good. Thanks for pitching in and, and doing that. Really love the slideshow that went around, uh, went along with the video on that. Guys, if you're listening to the podcast and you missed out on the video, some really good stuff right there. You got to go check out the YouTube video. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, xjtalk or youtube.com slash xjtalk. Yeah, if you can't be here for the live show, you can uh, uh, certainly catch the YouTube on Mondays. It releases at the same time that we uh, release the uh, the audio-only podcast. Hey, Josh, I've been running the uh, the call-in uh, number at the bottom of the screen, and we have a caller. Let's uh, jump over there and grab that caller real quick. All right, and while you're bringing that call up, I'm going to give you guys that number for the podcast. Write this number down, guys, because you can join in on the live show and talk to us live on the air, as it were. That is area code 267-507-0240, and you're going to need a code that actually hooks you up directly to us, and that code is 219-835. Got a caller on the line. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Gentlemen, how are you this evening? This is Dean Murray. Oh, Dean Murray. Dean threatened, I mean, said he was going to call. Yes. <laughs> and we've been, uh, we've been threatening to get Dean on here for an interview, and uh, although we wouldn't have time for a lengthy interview tonight, Dean, haven't forgotten about you, buddy. We'll get you on here very soon for a uh, full-length interview, as it were. Looking forward to it, gentlemen. Looking forward to it. So uh, what's, go what's going on uh, recently? I saw your, uh, your latest YouTube video with the, uh, the, windshield, the replaceable windshield there. That was uh, some really cool stuff that you did. Uh, how are you liking the new, uh, the new digs in, uh, in Texas? I enjoy it. Um, I, I actually have yet to hit really any kind of uh, dirt here recently. I've got a little pasture next to my house that I've kind of messed around on, but uh, I've got the option to get out this weekend to the Texas Off-Road Ranch, and uh, I may trailer up and head that direction, but uh, all in all, I, uh, I really like Texas. One exception is that there's not any public property to just go off and ride on as there was in Alabama. Yeah, we've got we've got that here. All kinds of public land that we're able to use at our discretion. I definitely say we're 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 very lucky up here in the Northwest uh, in that regard. Well, Dean, you're kind of close to Austin. It may be time to uh, get somebody there in Austin to make the make a few changes in Texas. What do you think? Mm. Oh, geez, come on. <laughs> that, that'd be a drastic change. I think it's it's uh, that's that's a lot to take on right there. I mean, it's a lot of private property, and uh, I'd li I'd I'd like to take advantage of it, but I don't really think that. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to have a gun stuck in my face, uh, you know, so I yeah. think I'll stick this to is, the parks for now. Dean, this is Texas. There's no guns here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on now. Even I know better than <laughs> that. Trying to disparage the fine state of Texas. No, actually, we use handguns, and Dean, I'm sure you know this. They issue you a handgun. Uh, DPS will pull you over. If you don't have a handgun, they'll issue you one because uh, we use them for lane changes. <laughs> one, one shot's left, two shots is right. I, I forget. It's one or the other. Oh, yeah, that's, good. that's a good one. Hey, Josh, what's the news on the throttle body? Tell me something good. 
Oh, buddy. I wish I could. Uh, the Jeep is, uh, you know, been giving me some issues. I got that whole track bar thing that I'm dealing with right now. And it's, it's taking up so much time. It's on my list. I promise you it's taking dead center spot on my workbench. I'll actually take a picture of it here and post it up on xjtalk.com this week and, and show you it, it's on my to-do list. It's really a next, very next thing because I've got that throttle or not that uh, I've got that exhaust leak that I've got to take care of. And I plan on doing all of that stuff at the same time. So things are slowing down a little bit at work now. I got uh, finally got uh, out from underneath this big project that I've been working on for the last couple few weeks, and uh, and finally I think I'll be able to open up some machine time. And and I'm I'm fairly certain I'm going to be doing that throttle body mod on an actual CNC machine. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to spending some time on that here in the very near future. Actually, you know, I have a free weekend. Maybe I'll just hop on a plane and come out there and and, and help you out. And uh, light a fire under my ass and uh, get my get my button gear. <laughs> All right, I want you to remember this, hypocrite. Whenever you start giving me a hard time about my air horn, oh, I know I die. Yeah, yeah. I deserve that. I deserve that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going. He doesn't. And I'm he, a little disappointed that uh, Tony didn't give me a shout. I mean, I would have. Uh, I'd have made the hour and a half trip down to Houston to help him out with the ball joints. I actually enjoyed that meeting you. For the first time, and uh, and and putting a little wrenching time in. Dean, do you understand that if you if you came down here to help me, that my wife would have me cleaning the garage for eight oh, hours prior yeah. to pulling the jeep in and doing the ball joints? <laughs> but other than that, oh, I would have, I would have loved to have you down there. Company's coming. Better clean the garage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I look. I look forward to meeting you. I I hope that uh, you know we get an opportunity to ride together. Maybe uh, you know shoot some uh, some footage and uh, mm-hmm. and post it on both of our YouTube channels. And uh, you know, I I really do look forward to that opportunity. Now, I I haven't mentioned this to you, but I was uh, talking to Matt the other day, who's been to tour a few times, and and frankly, that's the only place he wants to go from now on. And I said, uh, well, I actually pulled up the map to find out where uh, College Station was in relationship to where Tor is and said, oh, well, that actually is a, a pretty good spot for Dean, pretty good spot for, for Matt. Not so good for me because I'm a lot further south than, uh, than Matt is and, of course, you. So, yeah, that's kind of the plan. We need to work out a, a wheeling trip up there to Tor. And uh, I was kind of hoping to do it uh, after I got the lockers in, but uh, we may have to do it prior to that. Oh, I agree. You know, there's a lot you can do with open differentials. I mean, let's not, you know, I, I would get lockers and, uh, but you know, don't uh, hesitate to go riding before those are installed. I mean, you know, we can get out and, uh, and, and turn some tires and, and it's actually fun to go out with uh, open front and rear differentials in my opinion. Oh no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it'd be fun to actually, cause I've got the ARB air lockers laying here on the ground. It would be neat to be able to uh, use those for the first time at, at tour, but then again, it might be kind of fun to go out there and uh, try it, uh, do a before and after type thing too. So uh, it doesn't matter. Just I'm, I'm ready to get out. I had a lot of problems with uh, overheating on the highway and uh, oil leaks and all kinds of crap, and uh, that's all been taken care of. So I'm I'm anxious to go someplace. I do need to put the uh, the transfer key skid on there, but other than that, I'm uh, I'm pretty 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 good to go. Especially now that I got the uh, ball joints in. Well, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of under, you know, armor underneath, especially a protective transfer case. So I do agree with you there. Yep. Yeah. Well, Dean, thanks a lot for calling in. We're well, going to move along. Uh, I, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, we're uh, we're going to move along. We're we're always a little uh, a little long on the show. We just get uh, too involved in this. But thanks a lot for calling in. Well, I appreciate you taking the call, gentlemen. Great show, and uh, I look forward to uh, to our future time together. And you know, writing and uh, potential interview. It's uh, it sounds very exciting. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dean. Take care. Hey, and you guys need to get over to YouTube and uh, see some of Dean's uh, videos. That uh, that 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 windshield thing. Don't you just hate Dean with all the work that he's done to that that Cherokee? Plain and simply, guys. If <laughs> I got two words for you, Jeep porn. Seriously, I mean, it, Dean Murray's YouTube channel, Jeep porn, right there. Enough said. Really, go check out his XJ. It is a piece of work. Oh my goodness, that thing is sweet. Yeah. So, so let's let's move over. Let's talk about things that are cool. Um, let, let's move into these uh, reviews that we got. We got a ton of reviews coming in from you guys. We're only going to pick out a few here. Look, iTunes has been blowing up lately. We've got dozens and dozens and dozens of five star reviews. You guys have been doing awesome on that. Please, if you haven't already, you know somebody who enjoys podcasts, likes Jeeps, turn them onto the show. Get them to hop over there, give us a five star review, and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys or your friends. Uh, Stitcher. Huge right now. We're on over 50 playlists currently, and the numbers just keep adding up every week. And, of course, TuneIn.com. More followers keep tuning in every week. You guys have got to join the crowd on that as well. So we got one here from XJTalk.com from Slippin' Kramer. He says, Howdy, I'm here because I discovered the podcast several weeks ago, and I love it. It's filled with real off-road information that's hard to find elsewhere. I've been working my way backwards through the episodes. I'm listening to number 86 right now. Tony and Josh, you guys are to be commended on the quality of the show that you produce week in and week out. I work in radio, and I know that it's not easy what you're doing. You make it sound easy, but it's hard as heck. You guys rock. I do have a Jeep that I drive and wheel a lot. It's not exactly a Cherokee. Well, (laughs) it is a Cherokee. But only if you're in Brazil or Venezuela or some other third world country <laughs> up here in the middle U.S. of A., we call it by another name. So awesome. Uh, Slip and Kramer, thank you very much for the kind words. Very much appreciate that. And thank you for your support. Yep. Yep. Whenever he said that he knows how hard a uh, hard work it is, a little tear came to my eye from all yeah, those right all those sleepless <laughs> nights of uh, editing and uh, trying to make the audio quality sound a little bit better. Hey, we got another one here from Facebook. Uh, Kelly Indahar. Yeah, mm-hmm. that did that right. Listen yeah. listen to the most recent podcast. Very entertaining. Digging for more episodes. Good job, guys. And good job getting that review in through Facebook. Guys, any number of our uh our, our social media sites through, you know, whether it be uh, you know, Twitter or Facebook or whatever, even through xjtalk.com, like Slip and Kramer did. You know, just leave us a comment, bound and determined to get up on the show here for you. Uh, you'll be, well, you'll definitely be able to hear it on the air if, as long as you write it in. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24 7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I just want to congratulate all the uh, upcoming graduates this year from either high school or college or wherever. Wherever you may choose to get your education. And I'd like to encourage all uh, people to uh, enroll in engineering classes. Because we like I would like to see the automotive industry taken back from foreign countries and brought back to the United States, uh, especially get Jeep out of the hands of the Italians. And 
I like the also remind everybody that Nikki G is available to speak at your commencement ceremonies. Oh, geez. <laughs> I know I can't be everywhere at once, so those of you who are unfortunate enough that you're not able to book me, I'd just like to give you this advice. Eat right, get plenty of sleep, and don't drink your chemistry set. Mm. And also, never take a crap. Always leave it. All right, gentlemen, <laughs> I'll chat you later. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> can't go wrong with a potty joke. <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom and great advice by Nikki G. <laughs> and by the way, guys, Nikki G is Italian, so he can say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he he left that out. <laughs> hey, this is Zach XJ1993. I'm trying to figure out how to send in a, a pre-recorded voicemail, but I'm not sure if there's an email I can send that to or just what. So if y'all could let me know. Um, that'd be great. Thanks. So that's a great question. And that's part of what I was talking about earlier about people getting involved in the show. And, uh, what we do is we actually use Dropbox to get those segments in, uh, mm-hmm. a pre-recorded voicemail. I mean, it, it could be a, just a voicemail like what you're doing here, or it could be uh, a, a segment that you do for us. So maybe just an interview, an impromptu interview out on the trail, anything like that. So what we encourage everybody to do, uh, of course, is being involved in the show. Uh, but uh, what we encourage people to do is send us an email to segments at xjtalkshow.com. And we'll be happy to get the information back to you. We'll set you up a little uh, a little account there where you can uh, leave a, a file or two or whatever on Dropbox. And then we get it, we edit it, and we stick it in the show it's uh, easy, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It works out really really good that way. Emails are, are very convenient, but you often have uh, limits on the size of the file that you can attach, either the email server you're using or the email server we're using. So it's just best to just upload it to, to, to Dropbox. So that's how we handle that. And that's a great question. We really appreciate that because it goes right into what Josh and I want. It's more people involved in the show. And that was a great sounding voicemail. There was was that a speak pipe uh, that, voicemail that by Chance Tony? Yeah, I was going to mention that he 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 uh, came in on our speak pipe, which is uh, which you can do on our uh, XJ Talk Show website. It's a little thing off to the uh, right hand side, middle of the screen. You click on that, you can record straight from your PC. Uh, I'm sure you can do it from your uh, laptop, your tablet, whatever, uh, straight to us. And Zach, thank you very much for that voicemail, and looking forward to hearing some stuff from you in the near future. And now, Josh's subconscious. Oh, boy. And now, another message from Josh's subconscious. Yoo-hoo! Oh, man, I can't believe my Honda Poo got stolen again. I think I'm going to have to change the name to Virginity, so that next time somebody steals it, some guy will be stealing my virginity! <laughs> I envy that car because some guy keeps putting all their stuff in the trunk. Plus, it's had more guys handling its stick than I have. It's just not fair. At least I got the alarm fixed, so it'll go, woo, 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 if it's ever fondled again. Hmm, I should change the alarm noise from a siren to recording me going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, a little harder, oh, yeah, just like that. Oh, well, toodaloo. Oh. <laughs> it's uncanny how science has progressed to the point where they can record your subconscious, Josh. It's amazing. What a uh, world we live in. Good times. Good times. Yeah, my subconscious uh, yeah, <laughs> gets out of hand sometimes. <laughs> 
Oh, gotta love it. Guys, you can get involved in the show just like that. You know, we love the Josh's subconscious, Nikki G, all the good stuff. You know, the interviews got to give a big thanks out there to Chris uh, and, of course, David as well from Full Metal Badges for joining us. And uh, big thanks to Dean for calling in as well. Uh, All you guys out there, all of our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in every week. Uh, 10 p.m. Central Time, YouTube. Make sure you're checking us out. Check out the live show. Check out the websites as well. Hop over to xjtalk.com. Check out everything the site has to offer as far as Jeep Tech goes. And, of course, if you want the entire show archive at your disposal, please head over to xjtalkshow.com. And, uh, well, it's all, everything's there for your listening pleasure. Hey, don't forget to check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn.com, iTunes, YouTube, the websites, just like Josh said, it's just amazing, Josh. We're everywhere. Yeah, we are just about everywhere, guys. And uh, make sure you are liking us over there on Facebook. You got to join in on the fun a lot. If you like the show, you like what we're doing here, make sure you're turning a friend on to it. You know, we got all kinds of links we can share and, and stuff like that. Make sure you're spreading the word about the XJ Talk Show. Yep, yep. And be a part of the XJ Talk Show. We, uh, we really, really like that. We appreciate John, Pre Runner 1982, going through all the hard work. We'll have another segment from, uh, from John on the Radio Com Tech next week uh part two uh and uh looking forward to seeing that one absolutely and guys make sure you're giving that 24 7 voicemail line a call at 530-675-4102 and our live call-in number for all of you podcasters out there make sure you're joining in on the live fun every every thursday night 10 p.m central 267-507-0240 the special code you need 219-835 and don't forget next week returns the Amazon You Bought What segment. Yep. Oh, and also, too, we've got a really interesting interview that you're going to want to listen to. It's about a, a nice little XJ that is going to break the 11-second quarter mile. Ooh, fast XJs. Now, that's what I'm talking about, guys. You like XJ speed? Well, Jeep speed, that's some cool stuff right there. Join us next week for a really cool interview. Uh, you guys can figure out, well, exactly what's going to be going on. Uh, I'll, I'll tease it a little further. No, no turbo. 4.0 liter, nothing modified, uh, really nothing, no turbo, no blower, no nothing, 11 seconds. So look forward to that one. 11 second Jeep Cherokee. Awesome. Have a great Jeep week, guys. We'll see you. The XJ Talk Show is now available on iTunes. Subscribe and leave a review. Also, be sure to give us a five-star rating.